increase sales, improve margins, and grow your business. Guaranteed. Top secrets of marketing and sales. Now, now, now. David Blaze. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. In today's episode, co-host Jay McFarland and I will continue our discussion about the AI approach to multiplying sales. This is episode three in our series, and it's about upselling sales funnels and your CRM. Welcome back, Jay. Thank you, David. This has been fascinating for me as I look at what AI recommends and even just apply some of those basics to my own business, but also realizing that these are kind of general and figuring out how to apply them to everybody's individual circumstances is no easy feat. Exactly. And one of the things that I've really liked about this series is having the opportunity to talk about the how of a lot of this stuff. Because as business owners, as salespeople, we've heard these recommendations forever. Mm -hmm. But the question is always, well, how do you go about doing it? So what I've been trying to do in this series is to say, okay, here's the general what you ought to do. But then there's the how do you go about doing it? And this is exactly what we help our clients with. So it's been really fun for me to be able to go through these and say, okay, there are probably lots of ways to do these things. But this is how we do it, because yeah. our goal is to simplify it for our clients. So you don't have to say, oh, well, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? It's like, OK, implement this, gauge the results, see how it goes, report back. If we need to tweak it, if we need to do something different, we can. But you have an instant starting point, and that allows you to get actions taken, get results back quickly, and then be able to adapt as you go. Yeah, I love that, that you're able to kind of cut through all of the noise out there because there's so much noise and help them identify for their individual situation what they need because they may have asked AI and we have some of those lists here and items from AI. But again, it's just a starting point. Exactly. So let's take a look at the things that we already discussed in the previous episodes. And once again, what we're doing here is we asked AI, what are the things that will allow us to multiply our sales? It came back with number one, define your target audience. Number two, develop a compelling value proposition. Number three, optimize your marketing channels. We covered that in previous episodes. Number four was enhance your customer experience. Number five was implement a referral program. Number six was leverage the power of content marketing. So now in this episode, we're going to tackle numbers seven, eight, and nine, which is upselling, sales funnels, and your CRM. So let's get to number seven. AI says the number seven way to multiply your sales is to utilize upselling and cross-selling strategies offer complimentary products or services to increase the average transactional value and maximize customer value. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. I will tell you this was much easier to grasp in my mind when I was in the restaurant business, right? It's like, do you want fries with that? You know, let's make it a value meal. Let's make it a, you know, a combo, whatever. I will tell you, we've spent a lot of time in my current business identifying what are the other things, other products that we can offer that our customers will want, not things that we can just shove down their throat, but what other things can we add that they may be looking for because they came to us? Yes, exactly. And I think people hear about upselling and cross-selling and they're like, oh yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Most people are familiar with the restaurant, the McDonald's example, yeah. want fries with that. So it makes sense, but it's like, okay, how do I apply that to my business? And 
one of the ways that we help our clients do that is to identify, okay, well, what does this mean? What is upselling versus cross-selling and all that sort of thing? And in a nutshell, the way that I view it, upselling is when you're selling them a better version of the mm. thing that they're considering buying or a more expensive version of the thing that they're considering buying. Cross-selling is the idea of want fries with that. It's yeah. okay, you're already getting this, this goes with it, would you like to do that as well? In the promotional products industry where I do a lot of my work, cross-selling is, ah, oh, you're buying t-shirts, want caps with that. Shirts and caps go together, that type of thing. Or right. if you're buying sweatshirts, want sweatpants with that, right? So. It's pretty simple when we boil it down and it's even better and it's even easier when we turn it into a process so that everybody knows the words you say when mm. someone is ordering a particular type of product. Yeah, so I think that there's two steps, right? Identifying what those things are based upon your industry. And I think the key to that, honestly, for me is just listening, right? I'm on the phone with these people every single day and over time I'm starting to sense wait a minute, there's an opportunity here that we can fill. But then there is the implementation of that process, right? If you don't make it a process, if you don't identify it, define it, implement it, and track it, then it's probably not going to happen or it's not going to be as successful as you would hope. Absolutely. I think that a lot of people know that they need to be doing these things, but once again, they're not quite sure exactly how they don't yeah. get a system in place. And as a result, it doesn't happen. And that's going to really apply to all the different points that we're talking about here. Yeah, so the next I totally one, agree with you. Number eight is analyze and optimize your sales funnel. That sounds a little complicated. The description it gave is Continuously monitor and analyze your sales funnel to identify areas for improvement and optimize the conversion rates at each stage. I don't know how you could possibly get more buzzwords <laughs> into one <laughs> sentence than that. That's what AI likes to do. They like to cram all these big words in there and you kind of sit back and roll your eyes like, okay, how you're really smart. <laughs> I don't know what you said, but you sound really, really smart. Yeah. And how on earth am I going to do that? I will tell you, we've spent almost a year on this and I don't think we're even close, David. I don't think we're even scratching the surface on this. Yeah. And I think you're really not alone. Most people, when they think in terms of optimizing their sales funnel, they immediately think in terms of the tech, right? Yes. What does the tech need to do? What do I need to have the tech do? And once again, we're all about simplifying things. So when I'm doing work with clients, we first look at, okay, what needs to happen from a human standpoint? What words need to be said to which people at which times, at which intervals? And once you've identified that, and you get something in place, you can test it out and see how it works. It's not like you put something in place and it's immediately perfect. But I'll go back to one of the mantras that I say over and over again to prospects and clients all the time. Done is better than perfect. You mm. are far better off getting something reasonably good in place today than something perfect six months from now, because that's six months worth of missed opportunities. And so many people do that and don't even realize they're doing it. 
Yeah, I love that. Done is better than perfect because there are perfectionists out there. I also think that people need to recognize that, yeah, it may seem daunting, but if you get it done and you get it at least defined to some degree, you're going to save time over the next months and years because it's just going to become automatic. And if you bring in new people, you're like, this is our system. And so, you know, a lot of that kind of haphazard nature will go away and you'll have more time, not less time. Exactly. Another thing that we do in our approach, I look at a statement like that, analyze and optimize your sales funnel. And I just think of it in terms of the things that have to happen. If you send out 100 emails, how many people reply? And of the people who reply, how many of them are ready to buy now? How many have specific dates in mind? How many are generally receptive? How many are rude, obnoxious, belligerent, disqualified? And how many don't reply at all? Because then it becomes process of elimination. If I send out 100 emails and I hear back from seven people, that means that there's 100 minus seven people that so far have been unresponsive. So the next message that I send to them can be designed to pull them in. It can reference the previous message and we can get more juice out of the fruit. Yeah, I love that more juice, but also that seven that you've spoken to, maybe you made customers out of two. What about the other five? What is your continuing message to those people? How do you stay in touch? You know, you've got to identify each group and how they're going to be handled going forward. And once you've maximized that, I've found it really starts to feed itself. And then it's kind of fun, right? Because I'm dealing with the leads that I got this month, but all of a sudden I get people who call me up and they're like, yeah, we talked three or four months ago, or yeah, we talked two weeks ago. I got your email and you're like, you know, I didn't have to do anything because I set up a system to handle that for me. Yes. And we have tracking sheets that we use that we give to our clients to use so that they can say, all right, I sent out 100 emails that goes in the one column. I got seven responses of the seven. Here's how many are disqualified. Here's how many are ready to buy. Mm -hmm. Here's how many are generally receptive. Here's how many did not reply. And then at the end of a period of time, whether it's a week or whatever, you go down to the next line and you say, okay, we've got 93 who didn't respond, what are we going to do with this group, <laughs> right? And then we right. put them through some sort of process and we track the results there. How many more were we able to knock off the fence, right? And it's systematic. Nobody falls through the cracks when you have simple processes in place to be able to do that. And that actually ties perfectly to number nine in AI's list, which is invest in customer relationship management software, CRM, okay? And the way AI describes this, implement a CRM system to efficiently manage customer data, track interactions, and nurture relationships for better sales opportunities. When you're doing this, when you're keeping track of what did I send, when did I send it, who responded, who didn't, and you're keeping track of it all in one place so you don't have scraps of paper lying around, and you're able to know where you left off in the last conversation with someone, you are light years ahead of those who just do typical follow-up. Hey, just call in to follow up. No, yeah. <laughs> we're never calling to follow up. We want to see what that last conversation is that we had with them. And we want to pick up that conversation exactly where the last one left off. 
Yeah, and be able to look and see, okay, they've had three emails, they've had two text messages, what was my initial conversation with them? And the good news for a lot of people is that there are CRMs like HubSpot that are free for small businesses. So when you say invest, I really think the investment part for a small business is the time to set it up right, right? Because otherwise it's garbage in, garbage out. Yes. That's such a great point, because a lot of times people think of invest meaning money. But wow, for small business owners, our time is always more valuable than money, because if you run out of money, it can always make more. If you run out of time, all the money in the world will not help you. That's right. That's exactly right. All right. I love it. So CRM, how do people find out more? Go to topsecrets.com slash call, schedule a call with myself or my team. If what we've been saying in these podcasts resonates with you, if it makes sense to you, if you know that you need to do these things and you're looking for the direct line approach, the shortest distance between two points is that straight line, schedule a call, topsecrets.com slash call. If we can help you, we'll let you know how. If we can't help you, we'll let you know that too, but definitely worth having a conversation. Well, I know you're going to help because just that conversation can, just like when I talk to you every week, I always come away from this and I'm like, okay, I'm going to implement this. David had a great point about this. And so just the fact that you talk about it externally can be the starting point that you need. Yeah. And then when you back that up with the bullet points and the templates and the trackers, it just makes it a lot more simple and streamlined. Absolutely. David, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Increase sales, improve margins, and grow your business. Guaranteed. Top Secrets. TopSecrets.com.